Welcome to Sister Hack. Do you crave candid conversation? Do you want to feel like you're in the room with your sister, sibling, or your best friend? We offer laughs, hacks, and hashtags as we talk about the unspoken dynamics that drive our everyday lives. All through a sisterly lens. So sit back, relax, and enjoy Sister Hack. Here are your hosts, Hannah and Rachel. Tonight, we are flipping the script yet again. We are being interviewed by someone that we interviewed a couple years back. So refer back to a couple seasons ago, and you will get the psychological perspective on teens and adolescents during COVID times. But more interesting today, our good friend, Kevin Lewandowski, is going to be placing his well-prepared questions on our hearts and minds and Chachi and I, Hackheads, we're going to do our best to answer. Take it away, Kev. Let's do it. Hello, Hackheads. So working with high school students, I often think back to my experiences during the adolescent years and how my parenting strategies now might differ from when I was raised. Mm. So today, I'm hoping that our two stars can hop into a time machine Mm. so Hannah and Rachel can share more about when they used to walk around with portable CD players. Okay, and I did. So my first question, and this is a little bit unrelated. So Rachel, you mentioned in a past podcast about having dreams three times a week about forgetting your locker combination or all of your friends being in a different lunch. Is this still true? I literally was thinking about this today. I'm not kidding you. I had to go to second lunch because I was in symphonic band and That's the all, good band. all the cool kids got to go to third lunch. Not saying if you're in symphonic band, you weren't cool. But anyway, I think about this. I, 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 I am not kidding. I literally thought about this today. I thought how when you have first lunch, you go to four classes, lunch, four classes, second <laughs> lunch, five classes, lunch, three classes, third lunch, six classes, lunch, two classes. I literally thought about this today. Yes. The answer is yeah, yeah, and you guys also had no idea what this topic was. So correct. I'm glad that you think about these things too. Often. Okay. Often. Our first segment is hack yes or hack no. Okay. And so for this, you guys can just give your answer or you can feel free to expand if you would like. Okay. So hack yes or hack no. Offering rewards to your high schooler for grades at the end of the semester. So like going out to eat for a certain GPA or money for each A, something like that. Um, I'm going to go hack partial yes. I don't think I'll ever give money for grades because I think that that rewards a grade over the learning. And um, I don't think that that's probably a good habit to get into. I will like celebrate the end of a semester with kids or the end of a school year and um that would probably be in the simple format of going out to eat that is it's it might I might have to go first because I don't want to be persuaded by Hannah because my gut said hack yes (laughs) get A's get paid right away get A's get paid and um (laughs) that's the goal you know, and, and also like GPA. Hey, I I think that's worth a reward. I don't know what I'm a few years out, but 
Perfect. Yes. Uh, hack yes or hack no. Requiring your high schooler to have a part-time job. Don't get me started on this. <laughs> She's bitter. Okay. Hack no if you are in an, a sport. Heck yes, if you're not. Is this during the school year or during the summer? Let's say school year. Okay. Um, <laughs> I I could go. I could really just sound off right now because I feel like I was the only one. I'm number four or five kids. I feel like I was the only one who was forced to get a job. Don't even, because I was at the YMCA behind the towel counter. <laughs> but in order to go to graduation parties I couldn't go to any until I had a job and my older brother and little brother their job was basketball I didn't get that have I brought this up before anyway okay um hack no during the school year hack yes in the summer ask if they're driving okay yeah so I'm, not so like I'm not driving is like the benchmark that. yeah okay hack yes or hack no allowing your kid to have a cell phone before high school Hack no. Uh, I want to be hack no, but you know what? I think Elliot's going to be good with memes, so I don't want to hold him back. <laughs> so um, I'm going to try to get to the ninth, but. Well, I think it, like I like Hannah's style on this, but it's also um, like I also don't want my kids to be the only kids without this thing. I know. So right. There's part of that, too. I think there's some uh, like a good amount of limitate limiting you can do like they can't have it in their room alone or like only certain number of you know screen time until it's locked or those kind of things you could probably limit it pretty well but man ugh. okay and last one hack yes or hack no trying to influence your adolescents future plans that they might have in regards to like a job or what university to attend mm. You go, sis. I'm in my heart. I want to be a hack now. I want to be a hack now. But I'm probably going to be a hack, yes. That's where I'm at. I want to be a hack now. Like, be yourself. Yes. Trade school if you want. Carpentry. I've always wanted to know. I've always wanted to not know how to work a saw. Yeah. Fix um, mom's house up. Yeah. Exactly. But. It's probably think, a little inevitable. I think you will have an influence. I think it it will be much harder to not say something than it will be to say something. But what you're not really like aware of is how much they already know what you mm -hmm. prefer or want for them. So I would say heck no, because you're trying to like balance out every other cue that you're giving that's a hack yes are you well you're saying you you're talking about yourself right not me myself okay it yeah. felt kind of pointed yeah. Also, yeah or just parents in general and mm. obviously I work with a lot of teens whose parents do push a lot of that mm. and I think there's different ways to have those conversations too oh wait can you give us a quick hot tip or are you going to do that give, at the end? give me a tip um, I mean, in psychology in general, you mostly just ask questions and kind of like guide them mm -hmm. towards um, where do you want to go to that you, you would like them to choose? 
I feel I okay so and we do have a pretty tight college tie to the Concordias so that's hard also I I feel like my mom might have done my college applications <laughs> I oh you have to have a job but I'll do your application I had senioritis so bad but whatever here I am I made it okay let's move on where I, I support uh, parents being involved in education. Thank you, Kevin. Maybe not in, yeah, to what I like to think of as a fellow board member. I, I, I won't. Correct. You are a board member. <laughs> okay. So just some general questions to start, give us three words to describe yourself in high school. Oh my gosh. Wow. Okay. Let's go FOMO. back and forth. Let's go back and forth. My first word is FOMO. I didn't want to miss a thing you your turn to me um i'm gonna say trendsetter <laughs> i'm gonna count we that as crocs. one word hyphenated we had crocs before anyone else i'm telling you go ahead hannah um well-rounded oh. i was in everything from what's the physics club called <laughs> <laughs> probably like inertia yeah, it's like attached to FOMO. Like I did everything, even if I that's not where my gifts were. <laughs> I was so bad at physics. Um, I was silly. Class mm -hmm. clown, dance during warm-ups. We talked about this. Um, you know, just there to make a joke. Okay, my third word is going to be um peaked <laughs> oh no. I agree I was like you know I was sitting in a calculus class today observing a student teacher and I was like did I ever understand this I'm sure I understood some of this at some point but wow like these kids mm -hmm. are way harder than me Anna and I used to have really like tangible skills we used to be able to play the piano instruments languages languages we went on we could we'll go off that. i <laughs> could run a quick mile i i don't know what else but i, I mean eventually without a thick coat my my third one is um high school high school high school rule follower <laughs> i'm, I'm a silly rule many... follower how many you guys gave that were actually one word? Oh, okay. See, I okay. did pretty well. Silly. I was conscious of that. But this is but this is not high school anymore, and Rachel doesn't necessarily follow the rules, and that's fine. And I support that. <laughs> Agree, Kevin. I am why I am much more wild now. It's because I have a cell phone. See, nothing good comes. From <laughs> and I I disagree that you guys peaked in high school. Oh, your strengths are in different okay. areas. I love Kevin so much. Ugh. All right. Next question, which is kind of related to peaking in high school. Okay. That what accomplishments or things from high school did you experience that roughly 15 years later that you're most proud of? Wow. I remember once we ran, I was a freshman in high school, Hannah, and we were on the same track medley relay. And didn't we get a medal? I bet <laughs> that was one of my only I didn't get many medals but I got a medal that day that was cool 
Another one I often think about was I had one solo in a musical, Bye Bye Birdie. I could sing it for you right now. It won't last, not at all. She's too thin, he's too tall. That was it. That was a big deal. And then um, another thing was one time I got on the news, Flash Friday. What they call that segment on the news from the basketball games of the high school basketball? Oh, yeah, yeah. I know what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. One time. Preps. They, preps. Prep sports. They featured my team and I took a shot. I made it and I looked sweet. (laughs) That's a good last. Thank you. All right. For me, um, going off a well-rounded, I guess I did use two words there, huh? Uh, Athletically speaking, it would have been going to state and track every year. Every year. Wow. Very good. Yes, thank you. I think I still have the t-shirts. I'm very proud. That did I do yeah, well? Don't you put no. your event on the back? You have to like pay to put your event on the back. Yeah. And thankfully for me, I had some good teammates. So the relays, the relay scene was it. Um and then like I was like the National Honor Society president. <laughs> and I was like a lot of I held a lot of roles. Mm-hmm. So I was secretary, that, but I never took notes. So I was not a good secretary. I'd say that was kind of an accomplishment. Like, you know, or at least it was skill building for the future. I would say. I mean, NHS is impressive by itself, let alone leadership roles, mm-hmm. secretary, president. It's a big Thank deal. You, right. Kevin. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Remember that NHS induction dinner? That was crazy. Yeah, I had to give a speech. So Did that you really. You have to like bring a mentor too, which is kind of awkward in high school. Yeah, I was like, oh, I got to ask my grade school teacher. <laughs> that's... Yeah, totally. Um, So there's that, that. What else am I proud of in high school? I would say, you know, something I'm proud of, Kevin, is the fact that I maintain friendships with so many of my high school friends. Friends that were probably at your wedding. You know what? You weren't a high school friend. So please, I, let's not, let's I, not I dig into that. I didn't say anything about that. I just Someone asked. here wasn't at Hannah's wedding, and it wasn't me. But you are one of my best male friends, so congrats. Yeah. Mine too, other Kevin. People, other people were invited that ruined pictures with Arby's and all this stuff. I remember I that. Right. Kevin, you're my friend because I think we kind of look alike. I love that. (laughs) Me too. My hat's better, though. Totally. Hannah, can Um, you... On the other side of things, what regrets do you have from high school? Or maybe what do you wish you would have done differently? Okay. That's good. I would say... I think this is everybody's regret. Like, I cared way too much about what people thought when it came to who I was nice to. Mm. Yeah. And I wish I wish I could go back and be like the nicest person ever to all of the people who are just struggling in high school. Oh, totally. That breaks my heart to think about. I do think I befriended many an underdog, but more just kind of like in a silly way or like a random connection rather than maybe like a total like how are you doing yeah Mm -hmm. so I agree with you there I think too trying to like control or own other people's 
choices or friendships or what they're involved in, what they're not involved in, just spending way too much time, like worrying about other people, not necessarily what they think of me. I mean, probably, probably a bunch of that, but I'll like, how could they ever quit the team or, right? you know, like, how are they friends with that person or, you know, something that we haven't talked about at all, which is one of the purposes of school is the academic side of things. (laughs) Oh no, I wasn't. I didn't know, but I will say that I regret like having access to things like at like German and Spanish, like math and like all day. You could just like, I mean, think about if you really cared about learning the way that I think I care about it now, like how, how much access I had to that. Well, that's what I'm saying. I said, no, 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 because that had, that was on the bottom of my list of priorities. I would love to go back and take like history classes. What else? What else was in science? Like think about English, like make me write a paper. I'll kill it. Write a paper. Yeah. (laughs) I I think now GPA is such an important thing that people want to do what they're good at. And so people at my school like avoid advanced speech, even though that can really be helpful down the line. And I know like me personally, like I avoided any trades class because I suck at stuff. And now uh-huh. I own a house and I'm like, oh man. A hundred percent. Everyone's just saw be nice. I know. And they're they're like, look, I built a chair. And I remember in high school I was like weird. But now I'm like, oh <laughs> I thought about that the other day, of course. <laughs> okay, this, this question is a little bit related um oh, no. but a little bit different so thinking back to how you did things or how you approach situations what is something that you hope that your kids would do differently mm. I think I was pretty I think I was pretty hard on mom and dad <laughs> <laughs> Which is funny because I, they're my besties now and I call them all the time, but yeah, I found an old like journal and I was just laughing. Cause I was like, I wish my parents understood me. They don't, I just can't catch a break. La da da. And it's like, what in the world? <laughs> so I hope Elliot knows that I'm here for him. I love him. Yeah. That's a good one. I would say I hope my kids are more empathetic than I at least imagine I was. What about staying home more than you did? Or do you want them out? Okay, I feel like, you know what? I eventually became a big homebody too with mom and dad, like later on. And I I think like those friendships that I don't regret were really fostered by some of the just going out. Mm. So I don't regret that. No, because I wasn't doing anything bad either. Yeah, for sure. It was like good, clean fun. I met with a student today and I was asking her like, oh, what do you do for fun? And she said like she hangs out with friends and then like they'll go to each other's house and like play cards with with their parents. <laughs> <laughs> yeah and I was like I would have never done that in high school but now from the parent side of things I'm like I totally. would love that I know <laughs> if my kid had friends like be, I don't want them to be home all the time by themselves but if they want to bring people over and be like hey 
do you want to hang out with us and play cards? I'd be like, yeah. Yeah. I know, right? I remember we would just, high school is so funny. You just go to different people's houses and you literally would just hang out. You would like go get things out of the garage, like give each other piggyback rides, go right. sit around on the ground outside and it was just so it's just social it's just uh building like social capacity i think yeah right one and you just want that independence like whether it is just like oh it's cold outside it's like i would rather be cold outside than be inside mm-hmm. yeah having my parents listen to this conversation or whatever it is uh, so true so the dynamic of parents and children it often changes during those secondary years as like those adolescents do push for that independence so what is something that your parents did that you would like to continue as parents? Mm-hmm. And then on the other side, what is something that your parents did that you will be doing something different? Mm. Mm-hmm. I th- Mom and dad, I think really trusted us. I think if we were like, yes. oh, I want to go do this or do that, or, you know, like go to this, well, like on this youth group trip or you know, it was always like, okay. And they supported things that we wanted to do that I look back and I'm like, wow, that required a lot of trust. I'm trying to think of another example. What I would want to mimic is their balance of hands-on, hands-off. Mm. Wax on. I felt really like, I, as I look back, I don't feel like they were helicoptery in any way. Mm-hmm. But I also felt like they were pretty involved. Yeah, like if we went to someone's house, they weren't like, let me call their yeah. mom and see if they have this or that. I don't know. Do people do yeah. that? But we drugs. did have a, but then on the other hand, we did have a pretty good, you, did you say drugs? <laughs> oh, gosh. But then like it was within reason. So we had probably more than any other friend. There were maybe a few other friends. We, we had the earliest curfews we had to be home by 11 30 right it moved to 12 the summer after senior year yep matter what do do differently is hard I think that's just like so contextual like if say if I was raising kids that went to Milwaukee Lutheran you know what I mean that I'm trying to do that because it's just like a different time like for for example phones like I don't know how they would have Ooh. done phones you know what I mean mm-hmm. um like the closest thing we had was AIM social or whatever that was called uh chat mm-hmm. and the, I don't think they like really limited that time but they did they did be like you have to get off the computer yeah, probably they they commute, computer time I know I'm trying to think of what I would change hmm well I know one that I thought of like in in my personal situation, like my parents had a rule, no dating until I was 16. And like, uh, I, I broke that way in advance. And like, I would be like, Oh, I'm going to this friend's house. And I would go to this girl's house. And um, like, it just like fostered dishonesty when yeah, I feel like parentally, you could be using that time to like talk about healthy relationships and how to like mm-hmm. teach those, those skills rather than just having like such a black and white, um, kind of policy on something like that so that's one that like I thought of for myself of like I hope that like like I will allow my kids to have those relationships and hopefully do it in like a a safe and healthy way yeah that makes sense I yeah totally 
I think I like the idea of bringing in more of my kids' friends, like, into the fold a little bit. I think that's some of what's really special and fun about, like, being having adolescent friends that you know what their house looks like or you go, like, on trips with their family and those kind of things. And you kind of miss that as you get older because that's not as much a part of your relationship with your friends. So maybe extending that a little bit, like inviting, making sure that, or just trying to be the house. I, and I think, again, this isn't something I would change because I think our house is the house that everyone went to and hung out at. Like I would want to try and be that, but that's a good one, Kevin. Thanks. Uh, so fun. I could talk about high school all day. Last June, I followed in Hannah's footsteps and I got to do the graduation speech at Arrowhead. And really? Yep. And I talked about how this was my favorite graduating class and I connected it to like I'm telling them the truth because like I openly share that I have a favorite kid. And so I still get teased for telling like 4,000 people that I have a favorite son. Out of two? Out of two. Yeah. Okay. And Can you tell us? Packs my catch up eventually, but it is what it is. So that's my other question is did you or do you feel that your parents had a favorite child? Yes, I've said this before. I'm dad's favorite, Stephen is mom's favorite, and Andrew was the cumulative favorite. <laughs> Hannah was not. Unfortunately. I'm, I'm nothing. You know, no. not. But well, Hannah, yeah. Go for it. What Hannah were you gonna say? had a disadvantage because they were the first and you just like the oldest kids kind of get I mean look she's holding her little baby right now you know what I mean yeah um I don't I didn't really feel that favoritism maybe because I wasn't (laughs) (laughs) you didn't care I didn't care I have my friends whatever yeah you're like whatever I have my friends I'm gonna go (laughs) hang out with my friends Hannah, is that something that you feel like, like on certain days, like, oh, like I'm very connected to this child right now. So not necessarily yeah. like oh, phrasing yeah. it as like a favorite child, but like if I could choose for one of my kids to be sick and have to be home with that child, I would choose Ooh. for it to be this one. Yes, but it's all about, it's not really about like preference. It's about ease always. It's like who's easier right now? Yeah, stage and season. I think for me, at least at this point in my life, and now my friend Natalie, who interviewed us last time, disagrees, but it's simply age order. Like the older they are, the easier they are in our family right now. Yeah. And I think that's why my oldest is still currently the favorite. It's just because like the the activities that you're able to do just fluctuate too. It's like, oh, you want to go do this? And Pax is like, hey, you want to go scream on the floor somewhere? (laughs) Emery put you through a tough time. So I'm glad he, I'm glad that he's doing well because that guy gave you, (laughs) gave you a run for your money. He did. So will you tell everyone if or when your favorite changes of your sons, you have two sons. Well, some, some students are like, I can't believe you tell your kids you have a favorite. And I don't, I tell 4,000 people at a graduation and millions of podcast listeners yes um as we have yeah right in a public kind yeah of but i do not tell my kids no, uh, no, no. 
Who it's the kind of a joke. It's a joke. We get that it's a little bit of a jokey joke. Okay. So, so is my so is my comment about us, by the way, because mom and dad they'll joke all day, but then I bring that up and they say that it's not true, and I say okay, that's fine. Okay, so I want to do. There's a hack for that. Okay. So, what is one hack that you would share for those individuals who are stressing out about what life looks like after high school? Mm. It gets harder. <laughs> Okay, that's bad. I, I'll tell I'll tell you this because I talk to college students a lot, and that's the fairly typical next stage for high school students. They all say they could never go back to that schedule. That's what that's I was going to say. That that um in intense schedule, which I believe is in place at least in our society, so that students are able to be monitored still, as opposed to eighteen and older of like you start the day and you throw your athletic bag in whatever corner and like you are at that place until 536. Yeah. On a good night. Um, active. And yeah. And people are like, or at least my college students are like, I could never go back to that intense of a schedule. Mm-hmm. So you get more autonomy yeah. and um, with that can come some trouble, but for the most part, it's a good thing. I think two real genuine friendships and you have those in high school, like lay the foundation for them, but then they just get tested, whether it be distance or um, just kind of when you're not all in the same building all the time anymore and kind of starting to go through like intense things as you get older. And it just can be such a blessing as you get older to have um, more in-depth friendships. Right. I want to sneak in one more, but the producers are telling me to wrap it up. So I'm going to go fast. So you both have had roles where you get to mentor young adults. And so I I thought this topic was appropriate for that reason, too. What would your hack be for those young adults trying to balance a new schedule and that autonomy? Mm. For I think it depends on your personality, but for me before I do anything, I write out how I'm going to do it. And like, what I mean by that is how it's going to, how my schedule, if, if my goal is to run a certain amount of miles a week, or my goal is to, um, start to fit in a Spanish class, like I'm doing now, or whatever it might be, I have to like set up my schedule accordingly. And when you have the luxury, I guess, when you're transitioning to adulthood, that there's not a lot of stakeholders in your schedule besides yourself. So you don't have to like put childcare in place and run things by spouse and like make sure that everybody is on the same page when it comes to what you want to do. So I really say like you have such an opportunity to, you know, make your life your own and make your goals your own mm. and realize. I was going to say, make sure you get good sleep, but I realized that was kind of lame. And if there's any time you don't need a lot of sleep, it's around then so I'm in I think that's a great one that's a good one well that's how we are right now but um I oh I had a good one what was it I can't remember oh take not the same as sleep but taking time to rest so like to remove yourself from believe it or not Hannah the schedule Hannah likes to schedule her rest. Hannah schedules her. I'll schedule her. But I I think, think, if you want to see my Garmin. Girl, I believe you. But I think just being like, okay, this on Saturday, and there's something to having a, a Sabbath, truly like a mental Sabbath. And just we're like, okay, I'm not going to 
be on my phone and eventually it becomes, I'm not going to check email, you know, those kind of things, but just removing your withdrawing from the hustle for a good chunk of time, at least once a week, I think is important at that age. Yeah. The way I phrase it with high school students who are preparing for that transition, I encourage them just to like be selfish sometimes. Oh, like, that's good. You don't have to do everything for everyone. Yes. Like sometimes you need to go backwards to move forward, whether yeah. that is a rest day or going to bed early or doing things like that. Totally. Reading a book for fun. Okay. That's hard for me. I'll say that. Uh, can I, I do hashtags? Yeah. You got it back? Yes. Heck yes. Kevin. I got a, I got a couple. All right. Uh, just with the overall topic, hashtag hack to school. Yeah. Hack to, <laughs> hack to school. All right. Rachel came up with this one for me, but I just loved it. Uh, so hashtag get A's, get paid. <laughs> I didn't even have to change that one. It was just, so she did that one. Um, and then this is a hashtag for Elliot, uh, ATN meme. So like AT&T. Oh, I love it. That's, oh my gosh. Wow. Oh, that's good. Rachel, let me know if he likes that. Um, Horizons on your horizon. <laughs> and then I wanted to do a happy birthday real quick for the month of January. We have Dan Bach down in Texas. Oh, holla. And then in February, we have Paul Tariquez. A happy we birthday. We have Zach Meineke, Hannah's Hi. husband. And then we have Hannah. Yeah, obviously. Happy birthday. So yeah. happy birthday coming happy up. Happy birthday. And then also my favorite child, Emery, turning five. So happy <laughs> birthday to him too. What's, is he going to have a themed birthday party? Monster trucks. Fun. Mm-hmm. Kevin and his wife, Jenna, are the most planned and organized. So I don't have to defend my love of a schedule to them. They, yeah. they know it. Yeah. Our other son, who uh, his birthday is in June, but I've been planning that already too. So... What's that theme? Uh, We're leaning dinosaurs. Yeah. I was thinking Elliot's first birthday's in July. I was thinking either jellyfish or yarn. Jellyfish. Jellyfish. See, that's funny. And I was thinking I could have cray paper hanging down like you're underneath the water and you're looking at jellyfish. Or yarn, like one yarn old. (laughs) No like one feel this, but then you just have like yarn stuff everywhere. I don't know. I'm still working through some ideas. Uh, H- Hannah, can Hannah describe Kevin's hat while we have a few? Yeah, ones? let me get a get a view, Kevin. Say something so that the screen goes on you because I'm on my phone. Oh, as you know, I had some trouble. Here's my amazing hat. Okay, so um, basically, it's a backwards hat, but it has the sister hack um, podcast symbol cut in half. So that the front of the backwards hat um, is split one side, Hannah, one side, Rachel. And then right in the middle is the arching word, hackhead. Um, it's really brilliant. It's really brilliant. Kevin, well, thank you Kevin, so much. It was so great to have you on. And you did not disappoint with the questions, the preparation, the execution. All of it was on point. I and want you back. Yeah, we're grateful. Yeah, I love being here. Thank you for the chance and the opportunity. (laughs) See you later.